Betches Media presents. Will you suck? I'm in. To fix this water problem. Sorry to this man. You can have a hundred people in the room. And I, oh, goodbye, Kyle. At Betches. Rise and shine. Hey everyone, welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer. I'm K Brown. <laughs> and I'm Barry Rosenfeld. <laughs> Woo! We have a special episode today. It is, we are right down to the wire, the end of 2020, and we are going to look back on some of our favorite moments from this year. It may not seem like much happened this year, but we had fun sometimes. Well, uh, so we're going to talk about our some of our favorite pop culture moments of 2020. We're going to give out some 2020 superlatives. And because we like to keep it positive, we're also going to talk about some things we're looking forward to in 2021, because believe it or not, some shit might happen next year. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get into today's show, we want to tell you what's happening at Betches. Kay, take it away. Um, all right. I just want you guys to make sure that you are subscribed to the bachelor breakdown. If you guys love the bachelor, if you like listening to the bachelor podcast, which I also host, it comes out every week. Um, and Matt's season is starting on January 4th. So make sure you guys are checking out the podcast at betches.co slash bachelor podcast. But we also have a newsletter that comes out every single week that Dana, she writes, she's also another host for this podcast. And you can get the newsletter. It has all of the drama, the bachelor tea, it has our favorite memes, TikToks, everything that's going down in that newsletter every week. And that is the bachelor breakdown. It's betches.co slash bachelor breakdown. And you can also go to shop.betches.com and check out all of our merch. We also have Bachelor merch on there. But holiday season is still here, guys. There's still time to get your items before Christmas for your families, for yourselves. We have so much stuff. So go check it out at shop.betches.com. Okay, so obviously 2020 has been an interesting year. I feel like the first couple months of the year just kind of don't really exist anymore. Like January and February feel like a very gray area, but starting in March, obviously shit hit the fan with coronavirus. I want to talk about that sort of that brief period in March where we were kind of not really sure what was happening. Mm -hmm. And then Tom Hanks got COVID and the NBA shut down and everything just stopped in its tracks. Um, Okay. Tell us where you were or what was going on (laughs) <laughs> at that time for you. Honestly, it's so horrifying um, to, <laughs> to think about my brain and my mindset. Um, the first day we started working from home, um, I actually got broken up with, <laughs> which um, <sighs> TBT. And uh, that was the, that was the first day. And so um, in my you know, thinking, oh, we're only going to be working on for like one or two weeks. This is not that big of a deal yet. You know, in our March COVID mind, what a year. (laughs) Um, I decided to fly out to LA and then LA shut down in the midst of all of it. And now here I am full circle back out in LA, still COVID rates higher than ever. Oh my God. You went from one epicenter to the other, baby. Mm, Yeah. it's not. (laughs) If you gave me a million dollars to tell you where I was that week, I would have I don't know. Like, I don't know what I was doing, where I was. Were you not just like at home? Of course I was at home. I don't remember. (laughs) Like, like, I don't remember what I was doing, but I do know that the week before, like the last week of February, when this, when this started like traveling to the United States, I was in Vegas, which is the dirtiest place in the United States. So it's weird to look back at that. Yeah. I found a video last night from the last concert I went to, which was February 29th. And it's just like wild to think about. Um, Okay. But I also found some text messages from early March, which I just want to look back on um, because I feel like it (laughs) is worth it. Um, Okay. So Disclaimer, I have been taking COVID very seriously since this time period. Um, So I had started seeing this guy. We're not seeing each other anymore. I said, we kissed on the the L train platform. My roommate texted me an article, COVID-19 has the potential to become as severe as the Spanish flu. (laughs) And I I responded with a shrug emoji and said, I'm a little drunk. (laughs) And here we are. Here we are today. Um, yeah, and I have not left my home since then. It is it is wild that it's like nine months later because at that point we all thought, 
okay, we'll work from home for like a couple weeks, maybe like if like a month or two tops. Um, and I now- mean, tops. It right, is like kind of crazy weeks, to think that it's going to be a year. It will almost weeks, be a year. Eight weeks sounded like the absolute maximum possible amount of time. At I that mean, point. there was a point where we all thought that if we just washed our hands and put Lysol on our desk, we'd be okay. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I remember. The week My before, eye is twitching. The week before we started working from home, I like had a cough. And then I, oh, yeah. I, got, I got sent home from work because they were like, why don't you work from home? And I'm like, hey, no, no, Dylan, no, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I do remember that. I don't know oh, where I, I was. I remember that day. Well, I remember. Because that. it was one of those things where it's like, I didn't, I felt fine. I just like had a cough. And I feel like in pre-COVID times, it was like super normal. If you weren't like sick, sick to just like. Right go about your day and it's well, like yeah like even, i wash my hands that even accounts for right now people are like oh i have a cold and everyone's like <gasps> and i'm like no no you're still allowed to like have a cold right now that's not covid right i think like sick that might be kind of like a good thing to come out of this year is that i think people will be like more mindful of you know like okay if i can work from home if i'm like if i have a cold or i think i might be getting sick or something like i'll just work from home i don't need to like pressure myself to you know ride the subway when I have a cough like here's hoping for the best here's hoping okay so we wanted to go through some of our favorite pop culture moments of 2020 so we each picked out something to bring up I I went through a lot of different choices but my final decision I just couldn't think of anything that made my soul happier than Rudy Giuliani's press conference at the Four Seasons Total Landscaping in Pennsylvania it was just it was such a beautiful it was such a beautiful moment because it was the day that Joe (laughs) Biden officially won the election and meanwhile Rudy Giuliani was outside of this landscaping store next to the crematorium Um, (laughs) and the memes oh the memes that came out of this were just unparalleled they were like, like unmatched (laughs) <laughs> just just a moment where we could all just universally come together to clown someone for being a dumbass. Like, it just was so sweet. <laughs> I don't think there's anything that brings people together more than clowning one person. <laughs> That's so true. We're so, you know? we're so like warm and inviting. <laughs> Deep. <laughs> That's how we make friends here at Betches. <laughs> we yes. all come together and clown as one. Um, so I think my, uh, my pop culture moment, uh, was it was like a series but it all started with um Coachella you know getting canceled along with the South by and with all the other music festivals um being canceled which was like jarring on every you know yeah. millennial and Gen Zers life uh but on top of that you have Vanessa Hutchins like completely going rogue on her um Instagram story being like you know what if we're all going to die someday and we're like, babe, <laughs> wrong time. Read the room. This is not it. Vanessa that's Hudgens, like an exact, that's perfect. Read the room. Read Vanessa the Hudgens room. is one of those people where it's like, I really like, I like appreciate what she does. Like princess switch. I'm into it. That's like her lane. <laughs> but if you, if you look too closely, it's like a little, a yes. little concerning. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't, um, <laughs> my, Pop culture moment is actually Tiger King, which is, I feel, paved the way for the pandemic. Yeah, it changed. If you think back to when this first came out, it was what the world was focusing on for like a while. And it was, I feel like it got people's minds off things. And then it, it became just like this huge conversation and it was fun and it lasted for a few months. But I have a question. By the way. Would you have watched Tiger King if it wasn't for the fact that you were trapped in your home? Yes. I'm a big documentary person. I'm not sure I would have. Not because, not because I don't like that kind of thing, but just because I am, I'm bad about watching things that people tell me to watch. Mm. So like if I was going about my normal routine and I felt like I, you know, had plans and was busy and all of this stuff. I I'm sure I would have heard some people talking about Tiger King, but I'm not sure I would have like actually sat down and watched it. Or maybe I would have like six months later or something, but I don't think it would have become 
like must see TV the way that it did because all of a sudden, like, I think I started it like a few days after it like started getting big. And I was like, okay, how, I can't not watch this thing because everyone I know is talking about it. Right. And I don't think it, it wouldn't have gotten to that level if, if people were like having plans. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I, yeah. I also wonder if it would have gotten as big as it was if they knew the world wasn't trapped inside their homes and was forced to watch this. I wonder if it was going to be as big as it was, but we, that's something we'll never know. There's a Netflix, lot of things like, we'll never know. Netflix like sent a signal to each of our brains and was like, no, you're going to watch this right now. Oh, you're watching. <laughs> you know, can I just say that I still have not watched it? Are you well, serious? Okay, wow. but I, we've talked about this because wow. you just don't, you don't like like, you know, the creepiness and somebody getting mauled by a tiger. Like it's, yeah, it I don't do love it that. You. It's not, it's not my, I'm a big wimp. I can't watch any of that stuff. And it, like, it also saddens me, like animal abuse stuff that was the like, animal stuff is, is tough. Yeah. And yeah, that, that I, think, me. I think it's like the personalities are wild and entertaining, but it actually is like pretty depressing when you take a step back and you're like, fuck, uh-huh. this is like real. This is really sad. <laughs> well, <laughs> Well, I'm I'm act, I'm actually like kind of shocked that you haven't watched it, but you know what? That's fine. There's no judgment here. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Speaking of depressing, let's turn this around a little bit and let's talk about some things that we're actually, shall I use the word excited for in 2021? Cautiously optimistic. (laughs) That's good. That's good. I think works. Okay. I, right off the bat, I have to say, I am super excited about the Olympics because we were supposed to have the Olympics this year and they were, I feel like one of the first kind of big things that got postponed because I mean, the Olympics are like the biggest event in the world. There's no way you can try and do like social distanced Olympics or whatever. It's just like not a thing. No. So I, I totally understood at the time, but I, I always fuck with the Olympics. I love it. I watched like so many random sports, um, and it seems like the way things are going with the vaccine right now, it seems like we should be on track for like next summer to, to be able to happen with the Olympics. I mean, like make everybody quarantine and like wear a mask if you have to, but I mean, yeah, like, wow, I forgot about the Olympics, like get run Simone Biles, her medals, regardless. That's like, I think that's my main concern. Mm-hmm. I just love the Olympics because it, it does. I'm sorry to be like cheesy. It brings the world together for like two weeks. And that's all we need. Like, it's just, you know, that's, it is what it is. You know what? I do know a lot about diving and I'm, I'm going to tell everyone. And I'm going to tell everybody. I just what? love a gymnast. I love like all of that kind of stuff. Watching people do things that I absolutely could never physically do. Yeah. Well, my, my family laughs at me because I always, it's like an ongoing joke. I blame my parents for me not being in the Olympics. And they're always like, why? And I'm like, because you didn't push me. But anyway, what what sport would you have done? I don't know yet because I haven't trained for it. So like, I just don't you could still know. learn. Like you could do like curling or something like a winter, like an easier yeah, sport. And I got my tennis racket for Hanukkah last week. So like, I'm good anyway. Oh, perfect. I am excited for vacation. I don't know where, I don't know what, I don't know the first place I'm going to go. I know when they announced the vaccine, loads of people started booking flights already because they're just like excited. I haven't gotten to that point yet because I'm Mm -hmm. still a little nervous, 
but I'm excited to just like go somewhere as open as that is. And I'm also excited for another wedding. I know we were all like so over weddings at one point, but I had one, thank God, just one canceled last year. And I'm like excited for that. I'm excited to get fed and handed alcohol <laughs> for free while Barry's celebrating like, love. Barry's <laughs> like, I'm not missing any meals in 2021. <laughs> I, haven't, I, haven't missed a, I haven't missed any in 2020 either. Let me tell you that. Um, there's my, mine is sort of like silly, but on top of the fact that like, I'm excited for the vaccine, I'm also, um, really excited about this new show coming out on Netflix. This is not an ad. (laughs) It's gonna, it's not a show. It's like a movie by Adam McKay called don't look up. And it's, um, the cast is so incredible. It's like Jennifer Lawrence, Leonardo DiCaprio, Chris Evans, uh, Ariana Grande, Kid Cudi, um Meryl Streep I mean the cast is There's, unbelievable there yeah that looks great we have Harry Styles is filming a movie with Florence Pugh right now and no. I every oh, time yeah, I, the, the photo of Harry looking like a very like well-groomed like 60s man that's mm-hmm. from the set of that movie yeah and I am like I'm it like did things to me and so I'm oh really yeah excited oh. I I do feel like there's gonna be a lot of like shows and movies and music and stuff obviously like a lot of great stuff has come out this year even amid the pandemic but I feel like next year especially I can't wait to go back to the movie theaters like the second it's safe I'm like give me a bucket of popcorn and like a nine dollar coke I want to go to a concert like there's so many things that it's like I just want to be able to like do what I want again. I want to. I never thought I'd say this. I want to. I want someone to bump into me and spill their drink on me in the bar. Like I just want them to like mm. bump mm. into me. And I want. <laughs> I can still do without that. <laughs> I want. I want like endless vodka sodas that taste like dirty water. Like I just like want that. I want to go to a concert, but I want to be in VIP. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah that's there's, the there's, only. There's, I mean, there's no other option. Some some things will never Sorry. change. I also like Dylan thinking about your movie theater thing. This is a me thing again, but I do not love the movie theater. I never have. I feel icky inside of it. I feel like sticky. There's like kids, like there's popcorn everywhere. <laughs> I've never liked a movie theater. So when the movie theater shut down, I was like, see you fucking never. <laughs> and then. Yeah. Um, but it's weird because the, I'll go to a music festival and have like walking through like vomit. Um, yeah. Okay. Icky like, and okay. sticky movie theater. It's, it's a different yeah, vibe. It's a different vibe. We, different strokes for different folks. I am not a big music festival person, but maybe in post pandemic life, I will try to broaden my festival horizons. Guys, um, we're like three different people. Like Dylan needs the movie theater. Kay needs music festival. And I need to be in live in Miami right now. Like I just need th- that. I've never been to live. I keep hearing live. I keep hearing. Oh, I, I I've never know. been to Miami. <sighs> Let's, uh, I'll show you. Miami. The I Miami was the last place I went before. Um, <laughs> I, I feel pandemic. like you and I would have like opposite trips in Miami. Like probably <laughs> we would like you showing me the ropes in Miami would probably be miserable for me, but that is not a negative <laughs> thing at all. <laughs> it's just a fact. Um, Okay, so I guess lots to look forward to in 2021, vaccine willing. Um, let's go through back in 2021, or 20, what fucking year is it? Back it's 2020 in, right now. In 2020, let's go and assign some superlatives. We have a little list ready to go, and I'm excited to hear what you guys chose. First of all, who is your favorite celebrity couple of 2020? Um. I, my favorite celebrity couple of 2020, um, honestly is, um, uh, Camila, Camila and Sean Mendez. I just wow. feel like not, not because I like them together, but because I just can't help but laugh at their aesthetic together. <laughs> those okay, zombie, okay. those zombie walks for the paparazzi. Those I are literally, that. they keep me alive. They keep me being like, you know what? We're, we're it's we're no different we're the same we're same so I really love just like watching them um live in their bubble and go on their zombie walks uh I don't necessarily love them as a couple but I love them as a quarantine couple okay for similar reasons I chose Ben Affleck and Ana de Armas mm-hmm. because I knew they, you were gonna choose that they are a couple where like 
I don't know if I like them as a couple. Like, I don't know if I even care about them as like an actual couple, but the, the coverage surrounding them as a couple is just gold. There are all of these paparazzi photos of them, like carrying their Duncan and going on walks. And he's like smoking a cigarette under his mask. And like, (laughs) there's all these tabloid stories about like, he's moving in with her. She got a dog. They, he got her dog. Like they both speak Spanish. It's so much nothing in terms of like the coverage and the photos and all of that and also they have a movie coming out together next year that's how they met and started dating so Mm. I just I feel like they've been giving us 2020 content and that is much appreciated my couple before I knew that we were doing this based off 2020 as you guys are making fun of me before and I made a list just in general of my favorite couples (laughs) but my favorite 20 my favorite 2020 couple is Chase Stokes and Madeline Klein from the Outer Banks on Netflix. They oh. are very cute. Not who you'd expect, but like their on-screen chemistry is amazing. Everyone suspected it. And then when they announced it, they're just like very chill. They're very, they they just go very well together. And I love the young, the young, innocent couple that they are. I think this we is love the third time it. in the past week you've brought up Outer Banks yeah. in a conversation with I'm gonna me. I'm going to bring it up and- again today. I'm going to bring it up again later. So, okay. 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 Um, (laughs) I'm still not going to watch it. Uh, let's go to our favorite quarantine trend. What, what did you guys choose? Um, honestly, just TikTok in general, everybody getting on TikTok and all of us having new inside jokes and new jokes in general. It's, it's Mm -hmm. the easiest way to, um, uh, cause like, Twitter, you have to like look for and see what's trending and whatnot. TikTok, you just you're just shoved it straight in your fucking face. And now we're all quoting these things like all the time. I love that everybody's on TikTok and everybody's shameless about it. Well, I should let you know, I do not and will not have the app that is TikTok. I'm not into it. I appreciate everyone else being into it. That's their thing. And I'm just it's not for me. Like, it's just not. But I laugh at when people post ones like on Instagram. I, to be honest, I would love to delete the TikTok app, but for my job, I would not be allowed to. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I feel about Facebook. (laughs) I need to delete Facebook immediately and I can't. Oh my God. What a throwback. My favorite quarantine trend in general is working from home. Is that a trend? Is that good? Is that bad? I don't know, but it's been trending for us and I'm loving it. It's not, not a trend. Yeah. I... Okay, I initially was just going to go with puzzles because I have always loved doing <laughs> puzzles and I love the resurgence that they've had this year. But I think on a little Dylan's broader like my answer's scale, a little simpler. Okay, what's not simple about working from home? Um, I know. <laughs> on a little broader scale, I would say it's... I appreciate that I feel like people have just taken up more activities this year, like mm-hmm. activities at home, like... I guess you could say hobbies. I know a lot of people who have been like doing needle pointing or like cross stitching, like just learning how to do stuff like painting, coloring, what, like whatever you like doing. I feel like it's, it's nice this year that we've all had like a little more time to just like do things for ourselves rather than like, you know, always being constantly on the go. And of course it's not fun to like not be able to do anything, but I think it's just like, I think that's a good thing that we've all kind of like, had a little more time to just like relax and maybe find a embrace find a new our, hobby or something. Yeah, I <laughs> embrace our inner that. truths. I love that. We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, 
washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am, said mom, I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable and it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery soft custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their zip footy pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Speaking of this whole movie theater talk, I, for one, did not think that the movie game this year was strong at all. I do have two favorite movies that came out of the list. They're not my favorite. I actually don't think either of them are good, but <laughs> Dylan, <laughs> okay, we how- talked about this the way back with with Ben Affleck. I thought you that told me you hated that movie. I am telling you right now that my <laughs> movies like choices are not like good because of the list that came out this year, like I, it's what I saw. Wait, what do so, you mean? I watched like a hundred movies this year. I know I didn't. I just didn't watch them. And then my <laughs> other one is the Big Time Adolescence with Pete Davidson. I don't know if you guys saw that, but like I did see that. Two very oh. different vibes. Two like definitely quarantine movies. That's all I can explain. They're not what I would typically love if we weren't going through this right now. Because I know true. other movies would have come out. God, I don't even know what movies. Uh, I guess mine's okay. not a movie. <laughs> Keep going, go, Dylan. Okay, I I am not on the same page with this because I watch tons of movies, so I have seen a lot of stuff this year. My favorite movie of the year is called Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always. It's about a teenage girl who's like in a small town and she needs to get an abortion and she goes with her cousin on the bus to New York City to get an abortion. It's really great. It's on HBO Max if you haven't seen it. But I also will say one of my favorite, like more, I guess, bigger movies of the year is The Invisible Man with, um, what's her name? Elizabeth. Which Elizabeth is it? <laughs> Elizabeth Moss. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> um, it came out in theaters like right before quarantine started. And then obviously like that didn't go well, but it's very scary, but very very good I would say someone actually asked me to watch that with like last week and I said no I don't do scare like I don't do scary movies and I heard it was really scary even the commercials were really scary I was like no 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 no. but I've heard I've heard about it so thank you it's like very scary um honestly I didn't watch like a ton of movies I've only been watching like bingeable tv shows like stupid trashy tv shows but also um uh like really good Netflix shows too. I haven't, I don't, I don't even know. Like, Listen, that's okay. Not everyone has to I know I've watched a movie though that came out this year, but I just okay. can't. Then let's, okay, let's just skip ahead. Let's just skip or ahead. What's what your was... favorite movie in general? Do you? Um, okay, you just want to talk Kate about Shawshank like Redemption. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's, okay, let's skip ahead to what your, what was your best binge this year then? What was your the favorite? Crown. Show. The Crown, The Crown, The Crown, The Crown. That is literally my favorite show. I'm obsessed with it. Okay, I it that's like what I said seconds. too. Yes. I said The Crown too, but just just out of, to make it more interesting, I'll go with The Queen's Gambit, which I also was like my second choice. 
Okay, I need to watch that. I have not seen it yet. It's is it so good? good? Okay, it's I so need good. to watch that too. Anya Taylor Joy is like one of my favorite kind of like newer actresses. Um, her movie Emma was the last movie I saw in theaters, which just like makes me <laughs> makes me sad. Feel old um, yet? But yeah, The Queen's Gambit. Like all of a sudden, I want to play chess, even though I have not played chess in such a long time. Um, so good, <laughs> but also The Crown. Yeah, just like perfection. I stopped watching The Crown, but I'm going to continue it. I just like couldn't. I I needed to concentrate and I didn't have the mindset. So my favorite binge for this year, Dylan, is Outer Banks. Outer Banks. I'm telling you, mm. you told me, first of all, I'm pissed because you told me last week, okay, I'll watch it. And now you're like putting a stance down. And you're like, I'm not going to watch it. I but I really think you, sh- you guys should like it's a good show. And like just it'll take you one day to watch and get ready before season two. Just do it. Just fucking do it. It's a, it's a, it's a real life treasure hunt. <laughs> the undoing was also very good. I disagree, undoing, but we can talk. About I didn't that. love the undoing, but it was one of those shows where it was fun to have something week to week that like everyone was watching together. I'm loving a like, teacher. I knew I was going to say the three of us are watching a teacher. So we the, can, uh, the, uh, a teacher just makes well, me uncomfortable well, well, every week. It does. But... It's so <laughs> weird. Um, okay. So going off still on TV, what was your favorite reality show this year? And Kay, Ooh. you don't have, for once, you don't have to say The Bachelor. <laughs> I don't have, to, I don't have to say The Bachelor for the first time. For this, I thought we were all going to have the same answer, but I feel like we're not. Okay, go. Okay. Selling answer? Sunset. Oh, okay. That's the problem. Like I have watched truly just like so much content yeah. in the last nine months that it's like, I, I realized the other day I watched six seasons of the good wife. That's like a hundred episodes. And I completely forgot oh that my I watched God. it. Like all of this, like these early quarantine, like binges that I did, I truly like don't remember that I did those. Right. Um, it was a long so, time ago. So that being said, Selling Sunset, great choice. I feel like every that's another show where everyone kind of like came together to be obsessed with it. Yes. Um, I chose something more recent that I want to kind of like shine a light on. There's this new show on HBO Max called House of Ho. It's <laughs> about it's. They say that it's inspired by Crazy Rich Asians. It's about this really rich Vietnamese family living in Houston. There's like two adult kids in the family and it's them and their older parents. And uh, the son is married. And so his wife is like a main character. They have all of this like family shit going on. Um, It's super interesting. It's only seven episodes, which went by way too quickly. But if you are looking, if you, I would say if you like like Bravo type shows, but feel like you've watched everything this is like right up your alley. There's like some darkness, but also you'll laugh at it. There's like a crazy mm-hmm. drunk aunt. Like it's, it's kind of the full package. And I was really impressed. God, you got me thinking it was Selling Sunset. No, it's not Selling Sunset though. I think um, I give most of my, uh, gave most of my time to Love Island UK and Love Island Australia. I watched so many seasons of that. Um, it's very I, alarming. I, I like, I really appreciate the idea of Love Island. So far in my journey, I have not been able to like commit to it, but I respect it. Not Love Island US though. Like I can't, oh, that one doesn't, yeah, no. that one doesn't slap for me. It has to be UK or Australia. I don't know why. I think they're messier. I think I need to start. And there's like there, 35 episodes a season. Well, that's the thing. There's like so many episodes because it's on like four nights a week. Also, right. Kay, you and I at one point in the year. I watched, I started watching, watching that. You and I were both watching Big Brother for a while. Oh my and God, Big Brother, I forgot. <laughs> I, okay, personally, Big this Brother's season, my favorite. That's my favorite. This season was supposed to be like legendary because it was all stars. It kind of went off the deep end really quickly. The best people went home. I could not keep up with the three episode a week Uh workload oh I'll I say. was ready <laughs> you I felt bad because you would for a, a few weeks it's like you would text me and you'd be like are you watching and I'm like no I have like 10 episodes to catch up on and then at a certain point I stopped pretending I was gonna catch up and you know it was like oh, a weight lifted off my, my shoulders God. big brother I completely that is I take love island back it is big brother I loved watching big brother um I've watched so many seasons of that on like cbs uh whatever it's fucking called, like the app thing, oh, all yeah, access. Yeah, yeah. 
That um, is a show like Love Island and Big Brother. If you get into them, they are the perfect shows to binge because there are truly like one million episodes. Yeah, you'll just never yeah. run out. One million. I will watch episodes. Love Island never run this out. year for the first time. <clears throat> U.S. or U.K. Um, U.S. and it was during quarantine, so it was so <laughs> yeah, awkward, was like... and they were just like. <laughs> It was I'm like, so did they weird. have accents or not? <laughs> it was my first time like watching and they all they did was walk around a rooftop ho- drinking water out of their personalized water bottles no, that's all day. Not, that's not like the Love Island experience. You yeah, got to start with UK. It. And it's like they all have like the most concerning accents. Like they're all like whatever the white trash of England is. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a journey. Um, okay, what we're going to switch to music. We've talked about TV a lot. What was everyone's favorite song or maybe like favorite album or artist? Like you can, it doesn't have to be mm. one song, but what was like your favorite music of 2020? Megan the Stallion. Like, I feel like everything yes. she did was like awesome in my face. I'm blaring all of her music all the time. I also cannot get over the fact that she is 24 years old. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Stupid. <laughs> but it is stupid, but I think Megan the Stallion has had the best music. All the stuff's all over TikTok. Um also you know like the- WAP. Whether or not uh... you like whether or not you like like WAP that much, I feel like it just is the song of the year. Like in terms of like a it cultural is, moment. For sure. It's the song of the year. Not Savage. I have a- I feel like I feel like Savage was like a I feel like it's like a, a great song, but I think WAP was like the moment. Right. Like when that video came out. <laughs> yeah. The, the Republicans were angry about it. Like <laughs> they honestly they were infuriated. Um, okay. My my like I would say favorite like music of the year is just Dua Lipa. Her album came out in like early quarantine. So it was like those kind of you know pop music like escapist vibes i needed physical was my number one song of the year on spotify i listened to it like way too many times and her like award show and like late night performances have just been like so fun all year she's on snl Mm -hmm. this weekend which i'm very excited about um i feel like you guys aren't gonna be surprised by my answer and i know i'm not gonna be surprised by your answer um Taylor Swift dropped two albums and but I do have to say I came with a list of songs not that's not Taylor Swift from the year and my number one is honestly BTS Dynamite like I want more from BTS I've said this last week I just love them I love Man Gotta Do from Jonas Brothers BTS love has plenty BTS is BTS I'm not like personally a huge fan in terms of like listening to their music but I do think they're a lot of fun and I like I I like their songs I'm not like a BTS stan I prefer personally Blackpink they oh, are like my I love Blackpink, I love Blackpink. their Netflix documentary <laughs> is so cream. good um, um <laughs> one thing about BTS though you guys have to go on YouTube and watch their music videos because this- yes talent is yeah. unmatched like their choreography is is wild and the fact I mean, that it's, it's seven of them and they do they like are in like perfect like synchronization like everything is yeah it's i mean so they're good. perfect yeah my and then my favorite song which i don't know if you guys know but kane brown with Swaley and khalid be like that it's really good oh i yeah, i know that jam. song i did i know I, really like, I know i know it <laughs> Be like that. That's all I can do. That's what I want. I was like, come on, hit me with this. It's like, I mean, be like that. That's it. <laughs> so Thank you. you- <laughs> Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Betch's co-founder, Aileen. And as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button down. I 
must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off-white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm gonna wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Okay, so we are now going to go. We have a few more categories. Who was your best or favorite Instagram follow of this year? Ricky Thompson. Down, down, oh. hands down. Hands down. Yeah, like, that's a good one. Like, that I rewatch his videos over and over and over again, and I laugh out loud. That's not normal. I don't follow him, but I feel like I get his videos sent to me constantly, time, probably yeah. by YouTube, and... I, I definitely not even trying. Them. It's just like the a lot of my friends say that I don't know how like that we that every time they send me a video they're like you would do this and I just LOL. I just think he's he's hilarious. I liked um uh, his name's Bowman Bowmanizer. He's also on TikTok, but he does um like uh their videos and they're like reality TV spoofs, but they're so outrageous. He is so funny. Bowman Bowmanizer. It's on Instagram. He's very funny. He was my favorite follow this year. Okay. I have two Instagram accounts that I really enjoy. One is at siblings are dating. Oh yeah. (laughs) They post these pictures on their story of it's always two people and they either like look really alike or whatever. And they do polls and you have to guess whether they are siblings or dating. And then they like reveal the answer (laughs) on their feed. It is alarming. It's alarming. Some of these couples look like twins and some of the siblings uh, look a little too close for comfort. Mm-hmm. I, a girl I know from college was featured and that was like how I was exposed to the page. Um, it is just, it's just like pure stupid fun on social media. And then yeah. my other favorite, I love a nostalgia moment and there's this account at night openings and they post all of these old photos from movie premieres from like the 90s and 2000s oh, wow. that's cool and some of the gems that they have posted all like back in the archives of like getty images there's all these old pictures of like um lisa rinna and denise richards and like every celebrity but especially the housewives have been fun to kind of like see like where they were in the 90s oh i bet um yeah so it's just like it makes me happy agreed agreed i'm here for that um what's next best meme yeah like best meme trend not like best one meme post. trend god um okay so i have i have two the first is of course four seasons total landscaping those were just like fucking hilarious mm-hmm. um there was also earlier in the year i don't know if you guys even remember this there's this 
a meme trend. It was mostly on Twitter of it was based on like the Gossip Girl logo. Oh. And people kept photoshopping where it was like Serena like saying something and then Blair answering and they would like shuffle up the Gossip Girl font. And the best one was like Serena saying, I have to go to the bathroom. And the- Blair was saying, go piss, girl. (laughs) So fucking stupid. Absolutely hilarious. And there were some other ones that were really good, but go piss, girl. It's just like, I can't. I'm like laughing just thinking about it. Um, I really liked the ones um, that were like, it's like guys will ask you to take take you somewhere and they'll take you straight to hell or like ask you where you want to. <laughs> oh, there was something let, else. I'll show you a I'll show you a spot. I know a spot. Oh, I know guys. a spot. <laughs> I know a spot. I, wait, I love look- how like we. I forgot about those. Yes. <laughs> okay. Since I can't, uh, this is one of those things I can't like think about on the top of my head, but I have two right now. Speaking of Tiger King, I loved the memes where they did of Joe's eyebrow ring. Like it's like I'm this close to because it was like coming through the skin, which I thought was so disgusting and like not that funny. I know. But then also the one where like you wash your hand, like where it was like ever that cartoon of everyone washing their hands and it went with different songs. So like one of them was like the note from Jersey Shore. Like that's how long you should wash your hands for. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Or like wow, hand washing memes. What a time in history. Oh, what a God, time hand washing memes. Like seriously, I did, but it was, I made one for our Bravo account that was like um, the hand washing chart. And I did like the lyrics to one of Countess Luann's songs. <laughs> I <laughs> overall, I think, I think the best memes are anything that is related to us staying home or like being inside and not having yeah. anywhere to go. Those always, those have hit different. <laughs> yeah. Um, wait, I have a bonus one that I want to ask you guys. What okay. is the best thing you bought this year or the weirdest thing you bought this year? Um, okay. The mm. best thing I bought early in quarantine, I bought an iPad, which I feel like I not weird. <laughs> you said best. Oh, right. I did say, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I just like bought an iPad and I had wanted one for like years That's and fun. just was always like, why would I buy an iPad? And it ended up being a great purchase. I, I don't know hey. about weirdest. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What did I buy that was weird? Oh, um, the best thing that I bought um, was a car. You guys driving. That's wild. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Fresh air. Who knew? Um, <laughs> that was my best purchase. My weirdest purchase. I don't know. Uh, if I have anything like I'm like looking around my room weird that I bought but um something that was like random that I bought is a milk frother that shit changed my life oh (laughs) a milk frother that's amazing Barry did you buy anything weird I again like come up with my own questions and can't even answer them but recently I did get a juicer that I've talked about a lot and instead everyone's like why didn't you just get a handheld juicer like it does the same thing, but I insisted on getting one of those big metal industrial juicers where you have yeah. to like stand up and like do it ever. And I got it purposely for cocktails. Like I got a juicer for cocktails. So I'm excited been, to make a have, goddamn margarita. Have wow. you been making use of the juicer? So I used it. I needed oranges. And of course, just like got went to Costco and got a $10 bag of oranges. So I had to make like orange juice every day but how many oranges does it take to make one glass like four yeah 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 it's not yeah the juice uh, it's not for but me, honestly but it's fun it's like fun for when i'm we excited can for you again. on your on your juice journey thanks so <laughs> oh. much Thank okay you. our last our last category arguably the most important category who is your celeb of the year i need you I know guys mine. to go first go okay. first okay oh. My celeb of the year is Miley Cyrus. I'm a huge Miley Cyrus fan, but I just think that she has completely like taken over this year in so Mm. many different ways. Like at the beginning of quarantine, she had her like, um, like, uh, Instagram live show. And then she was doing all of her like backyard concerts. She was all over TikTok um, at the beginning doing like dances with Cody Simpson. And then um, now she's like commenting on everything. And then she just dropped an album. And I think she, for me personally, Miley Cyrus is my celebrity year. I respect that. And that makes okay. sense for you. It's like a very yeah. you choice. It tracks. <laughs> um, okay. Mine is going to be 
none other than Mariah Carey. <laughs> I I have yes. always been a huge Mariah Carey fan, but this was a big year because it was the 30 year anniversary of her debut, like her first song and album and stuff all came out 30 years ago. So she put out an album of like unreleased tracks that was really great. Um, she released her memoir, which I have in my room and I'm, st- I'm telling myself I'm going to read next week when I have time off. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she is obviously still the queen of Christmas and she put out this really great Christmas special on Apple it TV. It was so good. It was so fun. And I think she also... I love the way Mariah Carey, like she has this kind of like diva image, but I think it's great to see how like now she's very like in on the joke and she likes Mm -hmm. kind of like poking fun at it. And she's really funny on TikTok. And yeah, I just think she's had a great year and I, I love to see it for her. Her Christmas special was seriously so fun. And I cannot get over Jennifer Hudson, that fucking sparkly green dress. I, that lives rent free in my brain forever. Also, Currently in the U.S., All I Want for Christmas is You, the number one song this week. It went back Always. to number one. Who else? Who else could do that? Who else? No that one. is kind of wild. That is wild. That's the only word to describe it. But yeah, I hate to do this because. Oh, God. Well, yeah. <laughs> I've talked about like, I mean, it's no, it's not bad. I'm just saying like, it, like I'm I. I'm going to say Taylor Swift because I have to, but I don't want to. Like, I want to say someone else because I can't. I also, this is the one no, I didn't come you prepared can speak with. Your truth. You can know because truth. I feel like I hate this. I feel like there's other people that I wanted to say also that I can't think of. But in the worst case, I'm just going to like go with that. Taylor Swift's a good one. I mean, she did a lot this year. Like that's she was not, busy. she was busy. She came out with also, two albums in like 30 I seconds. feel like it's, underrated her documentary miss americana came out in 2020 no it feels like it was two years ago but it was january so she came out with two albums and two documentaries this year yeah like she was she was fucking busy while keeping her relationship a secret it's just like so bizarre it's not a secret it's not a secret barry no alwyn No, no, that not relationship like the hasn't fact- been a secret since like 2018. Dylan, not the fact that they're dating, the fact that like they're nowhere, like they're not in the paparazzi, like they're not in the public eye, like they hide their relationship. I feel like a lot of celebrities are starting to do that now. It's like, yeah, well, no, I want to see you. Yeah, I mean, a yeah. lot of celebrities that you see paparazzi photos of is because they call them themselves. So, right. <laughs> oh well- my god, Max, Max, Eric, and Demi Lovato. <laughs> Another celebrity I want to say is Mike Tyson for getting back in the ring this year. So I'm just going to leave it at that. I didn't know that happened, but good for him. What? Mike Tyson got his groove back. God. Uh, Okay. All right. All right. This is not a sports podcast, Barry. What do you expect? No, I know. We got to talk about it a little bit. Well, this has been really fun. I feel like we managed to pull out some good things that happened this year. And, you know, maybe next year will even be a little bit better. But I'm glad we got to uh, talk it out yeah. in time for the holidays. <laughs> in time for the holidays. I feel really good about our list. <laughs> well, okay. everyone, thanks for listening. Everyone have a safe and happy holiday, whatever you're celebrating. And we will be back next week with a new show but until then you can follow me at k york city on any platform you can follow me at barry rosenfeld i'm at dylan hafer happy holidays everyone Bye. bye betches